Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Chronicles chapter 22. Then David said, The house of the Lord God is to be here, and also the altar of burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to assemble the foreigners residing in Israel, and from among them he appointed stonecutters to prepare dressed stone for the building of the house of God. He provided a large amount of iron to make nails for the doors of the gateways and for the fittings, and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs than could be counted, for the Sidonians and the Tyrians had brought large numbers of them to David. David said, My son Solomon is young, and he's inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before his death. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. But this word of the Lord came to me. You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. But you will have a son who will be a man of peace and rest. And I will give him rest from all of his enemies on every side. His name will be Solomon. And I will grant Israel peace and quiet in his reign. He is the one who will build a house for my name. He will be my son, and I will be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with you. And may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God as he said he would. May the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel, so that you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord, a hundred thousand talents of gold a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed, and wood and stone. And you may add to them. You have many workers, stonecutters, masons, and carpenters, as well as those skilled in every kind of work, in gold and silver, bronze and iron, craftsmen beyond number. Now begin the work, and the Lord be with you. Then, David ordered all of the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. He said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not granted you rest on every side? For he has given the inhabitants of the land into my hands, and the land is subject to the Lord and to his people. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God. Begin to build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built there for the name of the Lord. And so David's wish, his desire, his longing was to build a house for God. You remember when he first um, took Jerusalem 
at the first part of his reign over the United Israel. He said, you know, I live in a house made with cedar, but God doesn't have a house. He had this desire to build a house for God. And of course, the Lord responded, you're not the one to build the house. But let's start with this chapter, verse 1. David said, the house of the Lord God is to be here, and also the altar burnt offering for Israel. In the original First Chronicles, there was no division. There was no chapters. And so the last chapter, chapter 21, dealt with Aruna the Jebusite owning the site of the future temple and David buying it. He acquired it. And so this chapter begins as if you're, you're just flowing from chapter 21 into 22 and says the house of God is to be here. Where is here? The Temple Mount, the site of the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. And so David gave orders to assemble foreigners that were residing in Israel, and he appointed them as stonecutters to prepare dressed stone for building the house of God. And so the great components that were to make up the Temple of Solomon, he began to fabricate and to acquire. We read that he provided a large amount of iron to make nails for doors of the gateways and for the fittings, and more bronze than could be weighed. He also gathered um, cedar logs. A lot of cedar was there. And then verse 5, David said, My son Solomon is young and inexperienced, and the house that is to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for it. It goes on to say David made extensive preparations before his death. And then he called Solomon, and he charged him to build the house of the the Lord God. He said in verse 7 to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord God. But this word of the Lord came to me. David, you have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth and in my sight. Why? Why did the Lord say this? Because the God is a God of peace. The Lord wants peace on the earth, not continual warfare. And although what David did was necessary, the Lord didn't want to identify with war. He wanted to identify with peace. And so he says, you're going to have a son who will be a man of peace and rest. And you're going to name him Solomon. Now, the the name Solomon is derived from Shalom, which means peaceful. Your son, peaceful, will be a man of peace and rest. I want to identify with him. The temple is going to be a place of peace and rest. And so he goes on to say that David speaking to Solomon, Now, my son, the Lord be with you, and may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God as he said you would. May the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel. Friends, that's the exact thing that Solomon asked the Lord for, discretion and understanding of good judgment to take care of God's people. And then David says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. He was imparting strength and courage to his son. We keep reading in verse 14, David says, I've taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord. I provided a hundred thousand talents of gold. Now, in some commentaries, you'll find that a talent is reckoned at about 70 pounds. So 100,000 talents would be 7 million pounds of gold. And then a million talents of silver, which would be 70 million pounds of silver. Quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed and wood and stone. So we often think of the Temple of Solomon and we, we may overlook the fact that David had tremendous wealth that he had amassed 
that he dedicated to the temple. And then David ordered all of the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon in the building of the temple. So David was assigning these responsibilities before he died, but Solomon had already been declared the king. Now, take note that in the course of David's life, he acquired great wealth, but it was all dedicated to the Lord. I want to tell you a brief story, friends. I don't tell a lot of stories on these podcasts, but we have a few minutes. We have an extensive ministry that we've been working with for over 25 years in Sierra Leone, West Africa. I've taken many, many people there over the years to visit and to minister there, to preach, do different things. Well, one of the ministers I took there was from India, and his family had a a huge ministry, still do, in India. And in the course of time, I was bringing various men and women to Sierra Leone, and and I would pray, Lord, give them a heart for Sierra Leone. Well, I never considered this man who had the big ministry in India as being a potential answer to my prayers. Well, in the fullness of time, the mother and father, the patriarchs of that ministry in India, died. And my friend, who I had taken, and I got with his brothers, and they said, you know, our parents lived for the Lord. They have a little estate. They have a house. uh, They have some other things. Let's take their estate and not keep any of it for ourselves. Let's don't even take the money into our ministry. Let's give it to another ministry. We want to dedicate it to the, the building of the kingdom of God. So they selected Sierra Leone to be beneficiaries of their parents' labors, what they had acquired in their lifetime in the Lord. And they could have easily said, we're going to put it in our own ministry, but they didn't do that. They wanted a no-strings-attached dedication of the Lord's resources to the Lord's kingdom. I so admire that. Friends, most of us try to acquire a little something for our children when we pass away. But what are we doing for the Lord? What preparations have you made for whatever you've been able to acquire to go to the building of the kingdom of God? Take a few moments today and make some kind of provision in your will, among your children, in your family, that after you're done and your needs are met and your spouse's needs are met, make some provision for building the kingdom of God. David had a heart for this. My friend from India had a heart for this. I have a heart for this, and you should too. Lord, we pray that our hearts would be like David's, that whatever wealth we're able to acquire in this life would be used for the glory of God. Lord, if we amass great wealth or very little wealth, may it be used for the kingdom of God. And I pray, Lord, that you would sweep the wealthiest men and women in the world into the kingdom of God with a heart to build your kingdom for what they've amassed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.